The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised. This is the AK Swish Podcast. Episode number. Shit, what's 22 in Spanish? Uh, dos, I believe. No, no, no. I think it is. 22. That is Diecidos. No, that's uh, that's something. That's like a mix between 12 and 12 and what I just said. Diecis is 16. That's like 1 2 2 is what I just said. 17, 18. Yeah, it says 22. So 22, 22. Of the AK Switch podcast, our ranking series continues. This time, controversial for sure. Top ten sports movies of all time, and of course, myself and Andrew Frederick will go down our lists of top tens. We'll read our own for more of a shock factor, so Andrew can't read the list beforehand. And uh, we are going to dive right into it. Andrew, give me your number ten for our top ten sports movies of all time. Number ten. 91% of users love this movie on Google. Oh 76% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You really went to this? You went to Rotten Woody Tomatoes? Woody Harrelson in the movie White Men Can't Jump. I thought about putting that on the list. Dude, it has to make it, dude. Hey, both of y'all shut the fuck up. You give me like a Cedric number fucking trillion headache. Hey, hey, man, what's the score? Chump, well, I'm talking to you. Well, what, what, you deaf or something? Talking to the fucking air. My name ain't Chump, it's Billy Hoyle. It was 11 for me. Oh, my God, such a good movie. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is in there, too. Lucrative business opportunities, banking on black players being part of his teams. <laughs> I mean, that movie's great. And honestly, it kind of like reminds me of like me watching my dad play basketball. Mm. He wasn't like hustling players, of course, but like that's like that era. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. like what I picture. Like flashy passes, dunks, all that crazy. Yeah, stuff, dude, yeah. shit was crazy. It's a great movie. For number ten, for me, mm-hmm. this is gonna probably get some flack. I have uh, the Adam Sandler version of the Longest Yard. What's this? Football. Tree out. What the hell's a tree out? Try out, you have a meatball. Now what's this football thing about, man? Crew's getting the team together. Play against who? The guards. Oh, now, I don't know about y'all, but I occasionally have the impulse to physically assault one of our finer correctional officers. Yeah? Well, how the hell are we gonna get to do that? Just show up at the tree out, you big dumb bitch. <laughs> Yeah, dude, no, like you're gonna get shit on because like I was there's a page dude, called dude, The Vulture. The original Longest Yard was really good too, but I like the new version because they, I loved it honestly. It was Nelly, great. Nelly to me playing uh, what's his face? What was it? Maggot was his name? Yeah, Earl Maggot. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my, one of my favorite movies of all time, honestly. But it wouldn't make it wouldn't make my list of like top sports movies just because like the '74 Longest Yard is definitely like more critically acclaimed. Yeah, um, I'm a big cinema, cinematography kind of guy, and a lot of people don't know that about me. I do like the way. Uh, that they get shots going on. I love the way that some of the actors do play their roles. Um, that movie gets a lot of slack. I will tell you the one thing I do love about The Longest Yard, and I still have it to this day, is the soundtrack of the CD. That's true. The, the My best, Balls by D12. The best moment for me, though, was when Sandler came up and it was uh, that play where he, after he'd come back to Let's Win or whatever and the teammates didn't want any part of him. And he said, give me the ball and get out of my fucking way. 
Yeah. And he gets 19 yards. Is that why you say it so much? Because it's fucking annoying. 19 yards and that for whatever in that first down run. And then they were like, oh shit, he's for real. But that was honestly, that's one of the coolest moments for me in any sports video I've ever, or any sports movie I've watched to see him do that was fucking insane. All right, uh, let's go with number nine, Andrew. Um, So I don't think you're, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. Again, 91% of Google users do love this movie. You 90, quote Rotten Tomatoes? No, anything? this one's important for me. Don't I'm only doing the Rotten Tomatoes because, like I said, it is important for me. When it comes down to like ratings, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a very, very high rating. It's When We Were Kings. I've done something new for this fight. I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. It is a 1974 movie. It's one of the most famous boxing matches of all time. It was the Rumble in the Jungle. Mm. And it was probably, I don't have many boxing movies on this list. Like Million Dollar Baby had an opportunity to make it. Creed had an opportunity. Rocky, I'm not a big fan of Rocky. Uh, Creed was definitely better in my mind, but I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Uh, a lot of people put in their top threes as I was looking through these lists, but it was just fantastic. Like, I, I love Muhammad Ali. I loved the way that he was like a competitor and a shit talker because that's who I am as a person as well. <laughs> but the cool thing about this is that that was an indie film. So. I didn't even know if you've ever seen it before, so that's why like you're like, no, I'm not sure. Watch it. I'm telling you, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen When We Were Kings, that was a uh, fantastic movie. George Foreman. All right, you ready for my number nine? Yeah, I'm getting real serious, and you're, <laughs> you're gonna give me like, no, this is this is a serious. eight crazy nights. This, no, that's not, <laughs> not even a sports movie. <laughs> he played uh, he played basketball in it, so it's gotta be no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and also, Adam Sandler is not gonna be a theme in my list. I don't know why you assume that. <laughs> he's he's got he's on my list once, so. Just to let you know. Um, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I'm not saying. Keep going. Uh-huh. I, it's comedy to me. I can't do that for sports. Uh, number nine, I have Remember the Titans as my number nine sports Good movie. movie. Uh, a lot of people may have it higher. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. And if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever. The night they played the Titans. For me, again, it's it's a movie that stuck with me until I got to high school. Then I kind of forgot about it. But I mean, when I first saw it, I remember just being captivated by it. And again, it was it was something that you just don't. Today, I can remember it better than I did in high school for some reason. But I mean, it's it's. I just won't forget it was really it, it was, was a really good movie it was an intense movie I watched that movie in school more than once remember the Titans, remember the Titans. Yeah. every teacher had a copy elementary for school reason. for some reason when I was like in a, in a summer was middle, camp I remember middle school and high yeah, school watching like they, it. they were deep into that um, alright number 8 for you number 8 97% of Rotten Tomatoes the 1976 film not the newer one I think there's two newer ones the Bad News Bears what there's chocolate all over this ball. Look, Mr. Buttermaker, quit bugging me about my food. People are always bugging me about it. My shrink says that's why I'm so fat. So you're not doing me any good, so let's quit it. Okay, okay. Hmm. Bad News Bears reminds me of every single Little League team that I've ever had. You had like four kids that were good, the rest of them were a bunch of fucking misfits, and then for some ungodful reason, one of them was like not supposed to be playing, and that and that my coach was a, was an alcoholic. That's more of a 90s, early 2000s things, I guess, because coaches nowadays have to get a fucking full-blown uh, full background check like the terrorist. And then on top of that, I just remember like winning a lot with like shitty teams like that. It was just a funny movie. Um, it was like the first time that I watched like a kid's ish movie mm-hmm. where like, there's a shit ton of talking and like a, a lot of bad shit going on in it and I'm like dude that's dope like that's 
That's the that's I want to be part of it. Like you know what I mean? If I could buy a movie based jersey, this is not my number one on this list. Even the Woody Harrelson jersey, I'd probably pick the white man can't jump jerseys. But definitely a Bad News Bears jersey would be the answer. Yeah, the new one with uh, Billy Bob Thornton isn't as good as the old one. The, I think the first one was better. Um, yes. My number eight, uh, Major League. Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. You know, it almost made the cut. It was yeah. between When We Were Kings and Major League, and those are very different movies. That's that's a movie where... It's the I, Cleveland thing, man. You, you, well, we're from here. I mean, right. shit. I mean, oh, and, man, I just thought about that. The one movie that gets left off a lot of people's lists, that fucking the draft movie. What oh, was that? Uh, draft day? Yeah. Eh. That was an okay movie. Kevin Costner's on my list, but not for that. Uh, I know what you're going to have mine for, and I'm so angry you put it on there. It didn't even make my cut in the first round. Wait, what? Really? Yes, I know exactly really? what movie wow. Kevin Costner in sports movies is fucking. Okay, well, I mean, that's, that's a shocker for a lot of people. That, that's a yeah. shocker to me. But anyway, yeah, Major League number eight. I mean, God, dude, come on. You can't go wrong a with that. A bucket of chicken still just gets me every time. When Miz said it too, when I interviewed him earlier in the year, it was, it was hilarious. I mean, dude, that's, Charlie Sheen. Before he was all doped out. No, still doped well, out. Well, he just, was more. Just, it was okay to do He was that more coherent than it was in the 80s. Yeah, so and mean. also <laughs> it was like re- readily available when right. he was making that movie. It looked good. Number seven. Number seven, I have <laughs> the one that you just gave me slack on is Happy Gilmore. Time to go home there, ball. Oh, son of a bitch, ball. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Suck my white ass, ball. Um, hip, uh, first of all, one of my favorite comedians of all time. It only got a 61 on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. It's one of my favorite uh, comedians of all it's time. It's not for Adam everyone. Sandler. <laughs> so, here's the deal. I like this movie because of it, just like the grandma thing behind it. Him beating Shooter McGavin. You had, what's his face? I can't remember his fucking name. Chubbs. Chubbs. Chubbs and the fucking Gator. <laughs> like, that just makes me laugh. And like, I think every single kid who golfs has tried to do the Happy Gilmore swing at least once in their life. At least. You know what I mean? That's like one of the most iconic sports moments in history is watching the Happy Gilmore swing. So for me, it was just like everything behind it. Titties galore in that movie as well. Beer. Uh, hockey was even involved in this movie. Uh, some, some you suck jackass is like, you suck jackass! <laughs> <laughs> so like that's a, just one of those movies that like sticks out to me. Hey Gilmore, you suck, you jackass. Why don't you shut the hell up? Oh man. Uh, number seven for me. Get more on a serious note. Field of Dreams. People will come, Ray. You're broke, Ray. You sell now or you lose everything. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Yeah, I don't have it on my list. I really? knew exactly which one you were going with, too. Wow. Knew right off the rip. Jeez, well, I mean, do you think it was going to be higher than what it was? Or? Uh, if I had a second round of list... It would be on the higher end of that second round, yeah. but like it's not even in my top ten. Well, I mean, I have a number seven. It's just it's one of those movies again where it's just timeless. You can watch it whenever you want. Yeah, on Lifetime, it's timeless. <laughs> Go your number six, I, you, you you jackass. <laughs> number six, Talladega Nights. Oh, Talladega Nights. Dude. Wow, you're going to, you're going to comedy turn on this. It's I didn't only expect two, that. only two of them. I love Will Ferrell. Yeah, me too. But he wasn't. Uh, on the Will Ferrell is one of my favorite comedians of all time. You suck, Ricky Bubby. <laughs> kiss him on the lips and shit. That was so fucking weird. That movie was just like, Jump at you like all a seven monkey. pounds, four ounce baby Jesus. I sat in my pee pants all day. Oh, I'm proud of you. You stuck through and you committed. Like those <laughs> movies are, we quote the one line all the time. Be like, 
Be like, if you ain't first, you're last. No, Ricky, I was high when I said that. You can be first, second. Hell, they even get prizes out for being third, fourth, and fifth. <laughs> I did just like you told me. If you ain't first, you're last. What the hell are you talking about? Well, you told me that day at school for career day. You came in and you said, if you ain't first, you're last. Oh, hell, Ricky, I was high when I said that. But that doesn't make any sense at all. First, you're last. You, you can be second, you can be third, fourth, hell, you can be fifth. And it's like one of those movies, like it's an Adam Sandler movie, so of course you can quote it. And it's probably his second favorite of mine uh, behind, of course, Step Brothers. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like NASCAR either at all, and I like that movie. So, <laughs> Shake and Bake, Slingshot. Come on, dude. Like that movie is like so iconic. You can quote like everything. I feel like my list is is like more serious and boring compared to yours. Oh uh, no! From here forward, is going to get really serious. Well, but for number six for me, I had Hoosiers. Uh, you know. What's the matter with you? I'll make it. I mean, I, I just I feel disappointed in myself because I didn't put these movies on because I'm huge fans of Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler. But I mean, no, I mean, Hoosiers is on my list. This is higher. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, number five. What do you got? Uh, number five, a movie that I'm surprised if you didn't put it on here and it might be higher for you, or you might not have it at all. I'm not even looking at your list. Ninety-three percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It is the Pride of the Yankees. People all say that I've had a bad break. But today, today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. No. 1942 film not uh, about Lou Gehrig. I loved Lou Gehrig. I, he's one of my favorite players of all time. Kyle doesn't know this about me. I might hate the Yankees, but like older Yankees players like Mickey Mantle, uh, Joe DiMaggio, are some of my favorite players of all time. Mm. So like Lou Gehrig was one of those people, and it was such an iconic moment in sports because like he was dying, and you know he was such like baseball back in the day was such such a fan affair. It was religious. You were superstars. You know what yeah. I mean? And oh, yeah. Lou Gehrig meant so much to the city of New York that when he passed away. It was such a moment. I mean, think about it. This movie came out in 1942, like literally just a little bit past the time he passed away. So, like, they had to make a movie about it. So, uh, a serious moment for me. I thought it was a fantastic movie looking through the terrible illness that he went through and the bravery of his battle. So, my number five is <laughs> not nearly as serious. <laughs> uh, I had Space Jam at number five. Hey, stop hogging it, Mike. We're your teammates. Secret stuff. Secret stuff. You wouldn't hold out on us, would you? No, I mean, I don't think you guys really needed it. I mean, you're so tough. You're competitive. We're also chickens, huh? We need it bang. Hey! I'd like some of that. Yeah. You know, this goes against everything they taught me in health class. You want to win or not? Bottoms up. Dude, that's I, I I forgot about it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Space Jam would like if we go based off of just like '90s kids, like that's that's the movie like sticks through my that mind. That and like like Mike was like uh like I shouldn't be yeah. attracted to animated animals, but like Lola Bunny is just like she just does it for me. She's thick them, dude. She's thick them. <laughs> and the new one's coming out soon. It's not gonna be as good, but it's coming out soon. Yeah, because so, uh, it's got LeBron in it. So Leon Ames, uh, LeBron Ames with, with the soft B and J. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, come on! It's, it's Michael Jordan. It's Bugs Bunny. It's Space Jam. It's it was it was an awesome movie. It's iconic and it's gonna live forever. And 
and movie folklore. Okay, number four. It would be higher on my list if I knew that, like, again, we went off a of critically acclaimed in cinematography and things of that nature. Probably one of my most favorite movies of all time, one of my favorite athletes of all time, and one of my favorite shoes of all time for my sneakerheads out there, He Got Game. One way, way. Jesus Shuttleworth, Ray Allen, Jake Shuttleworth, Denzel Washington, almost said Denzel Curry for my rap fans, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, like I was saying. It was just, it's one of those movies that, like, there's a lot going on, and it's a very serious movie, like the the prison time for his dad and the accidental killing of his wife during that time in the domestic dispute. Son's a basketball star. He's got a lot going on, you know what I mean? It was just, like, it's one of those movies that, stick out to me and him wearing the because at that time I think even all the way to the end of his career he was sponsored by Jordan I don't know if you know that about Ray Allen he's got a bunch of shoes one of my favorite shoes of all time he got games I actually have like five pairs myself I've went through the, most of them I have two left but <laughs> he got game is definitely one of my favorite films of all time <clears throat> number four for me yeah miracle bruise on a leg is a hell of a long way from the heart you candy ass what'd you call me you heard me you want me to play, huh? Is that what you want? I want you to be a hockey player! I am a hockey player! You want me to play on one leg? Huh? I'll play on one leg! That'll get him going. Get off me! Oh, yeah. Will that make you happy? I'll, I'll clean up. It, I thought about it, but, like, I don't like hockey, it's, so... It's... It's... And I'm not a big hockey guy either, but just... There was so much into that besides even sports for the event itself in 1980 when uh, the men's U.S. hockey team beat Russia. I mean, that was... Or Soviet Union at the point that I don't. I mean, it, it was a national thing, and it, it, to capture it in this movie was a tearjerker. Shut up. <laughs> number three, uh, number three for me, eighty nine overall. Some of you just talked about Hoosiers is top three for me. Uh, big basketball fan. There's other movies that I could have added in here. Uh, Pistol, the movie Pistol with about Pistol Pete was uh, definitely Pete Maravich was one of my favorite movies of all time but like the Hoosiers definitely made that list for me mm. um, just because like everything behind it you know what I mean it's just like Indiana is such a, a basketball staple I mean even like Bob Knight movies and stuff like that so yeah it's just one of those movies that that stick through with you you know what I mean it's like the win it all kind of moments and trials and tribulations number three for me the movie you probably think I should have on this list but I do okay Bull Durham number three your dad's here where's he at right behind home plate. Don't look. Don't look. Look, he's waving. Hey, he's just your old man. He's as full of shit as anybody. Hey, what's going on? I'm breathing through the wrong fucking eyelid again. No, shut up. Oh, uh, no. It's, it was rated on most of the lists that I saw in the top ten, hands down. Uh, listen, man, that was a great fucking movie. Susan Sarandon does it for me. I don't know what it is. You're going to be really surprised by my number one, so it's okay. Is it Bull Durham? No, I don't look at my <laughs> list, though. It's, uh, it's really I mean, it's, that was it had everything I wanted. It was good baseball. It was funny. And Susan Sarandon was in it when she was really attractive. So it's just funny that we're I gonna mean, go back to back with something here in a second. I mean, I just I loved it. Uh, it, was, it was one of my. That's why it's number three. One of my most favorite movies of all time, and sports movies especially. So, uh, number two, we're we're climbing up the list here. Yeah, and we're we're running through this quickly. That's fine. People are gonna get a small small one from us, but they'll enjoy it. It's cool. Um, Brad Pitt, ninety four overall, Rotten Tomatoes. 
based on a true story. Moneyball. What's the problem? The problem is we have to replace three key players in our nope. lineup. What's the problem? Same as it's ever been. We've got to replace these guys with what we have existing. No, what's the problem, Barry? We need 38 home runs, 120 RBIs, and 47 doubles to replace. The problem we're trying to solve is that there are rich teams and there are poor teams. Then there's 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. You can hate Moneyball all you want. Uh, it was such a fantastic uh, movie. I don't uh, even like the athletics. And uh, it was just like, it was such a great movie. Uh, you just go through everything and like you have to think about it. They made a movie about something that is affected all sports now. Analytics, right? So like before that, people were just like, you just pick the best fucking prospect out there. Whoever's dinging bats and throwing speedies, we're gonna take them out there. They got a forkball and some fucking pine tar. We're gonna take care of that shit. Get those boys from overseas. Instead, they took their time and were like, what are these players being effective at? And I like that. Brad Pitt did a really good job, and Jonah Hill's a fat piece of shit in that movie, and I think it's funny. And I love Jonah Hill. <laughs> oh, when I think of Jonah Hill, I think super bad. I don't think... Uh... No, I think of Jonah Hill now. I think of uh, that skate movie he just put out. Um, and he's in really good shape, and he's a cinematographer himself now, and he, he does music videos and all types of stuff. He just did Travis uh, Travis Scott's music video. So, Dear Lord. All right, uh... He's taking over, man. Number two for me, Coach Carter. Hey, Coach, your shoe's untied, sir. Oh, thank you, Mr. Murray. Whoa, look at that bow. Look at that. I tied that. I tied that shit. Can I get something on the bow? Let me get some. Are you crazy? What is wrong with you? Yeah, almost made my list. Did he make it? I mean, we're, look where we're at, Kyle. Well, fuck's sake. Well, I thought it would be higher up, but I mean, that was... Being a basketball movie, that was it for me. I mean, that was that was a movie I wanted to watch on repeat. Plus, I'm a One Tree Hill fan, so Skills is in the movie too. So I was kind of drawn to that anyway. Yeah. So uh, it was it was awesome, dude. I mean, that was come on. The 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 team that sucks ass in the beginning rises from the ashes, almost wins a playoff game. They, a bunch of these movies, I have glimpses of memories of them. Maybe not like Happy Gilmore and Teledega Nights and He Got Game and like Moneyball. That's where Channing Tatum got to start, Coach Carter. Don't get me wrong, like, I, I have, when it comes down to Coach Carter and, like, for you, Space Jam, that you added to the list that I don't have on here, or Major League, I have glimpses of memories of those movies. But, like, for a movie to make my list, especially this high up, I have to have, like, I can, like, quote it, direct, directly remember things from that movie, and that's my number one. For me, I can't quote uh, quote Coach Carter, but I remember every scene. Like I, I, I can't oh, like give word for running word. and stuff like that. Oh the yeah, the, scene, the, yeah. The, the different the different racial things that went on through it too. Yeah. it was such a powerful movie that it just kind of it stuck out to me. And of course, Sam Jackson's phenomenal. So I yeah, mean, you're gonna get good things with that. So, all right, moment of truth. My number one. I think you're gonna be surprised by. Ninety-eight percent of Rotten Tomatoes that's came out in two thousand and eight. The fucking Rotten Tomato thing. Why Mickey Rourke, the wrestler. The Wrestler, dude. Really? The Wrestler is hands down probably one of my most favorite movies. Like, one of my favorite movies of all time. I just want to say to you all tonight, I'm very grateful to be here. A lot of people told me that I'd never wrestle again. And that's all I do. You know, if you live hard and you play hard, and you burn the candle at both ends, you pay the price for it. You know, in this life, you can lose everything that you love, everything that loves you. Now, I don't hear as good as I used to, and I forget stuff, and I ain't as pretty as I used to be. But goddammit, 
I'm still standing here, and I'm the ramp. And, like, we're talking about, like, remembering things. When he runs his fucking hand through that meat slicer at the oh, deli, man. he does it on purpose, dude. And, like, the stripper in the movie that he's dating, and, like, he knows his heart's bad, and he just goes out there. And, again, we talked about passion in the last episode. He had so much passion to do it. And you're a wrestling fan, so you appreciate this. The dude was old, and he shouldn't have been wrestling, and he was told he shouldn't, and he died doing what he loved. I the reason why it wasn't even considered on my list was because they've interviewed wrestlers like real wrestlers and they said that was bullshit. That's not. And I've actually talked to guys that have partied with real wrestlers. I know a guy that's partied with Ric Flair. I will not say his name, and he's told me I, he's watched Ric Flair do bottles of bottles of alcohol, drink cans on cans of beer, and just snort all the fucking coke he wants. But and just he, go out there the next day. But they didn't base this guy Mickey Rourke didn't base this guy off of Ric Flair. That'd be one thing. It was just some. Random thing that guy looked kind of like Hulk Hogan. Most professional wrestlers in that era went through this like superstar doing what they wanted to do era, and that's like what I got when I asked about the wrestler. I said, "So how did you feel about that?" He's like, "Dude, when I partied with those guys, that's how they partied. They were all stars. They were literally living celebrities." And look he, at look at Andre the, the Giant. Andre the Giant's in a direct uh, replication of that. He wasn't like people thought he was a freak unless he was a wrestler or an actor. Because he was like seven, and that's all that Mickey Rourke in that movie seven. showed is that without him wrestling, he was nothing. And that's how, to me, that's what wrestling is in the in the past. Not now, of course, because you got like people like Dwayne Johnson, and you got fucking John Cena doing his fucking thing. What's John Cena's real last name? Is it Cena? It's just it's his real. It's John. That's crazy. Uh, Anthony Felix Cena is his full name. By cool, way. good for him. But regardless, that's what I'm getting at. Like when you think of goat, go ahead. <laughs> when you think when you when you think of old school wrestlers, this is what I picture. You know what I'm saying? Like they partied their ass off, and some of them, unfortunately couldn't live without wrestling and like he this is this was to me what it was like i remember scenes from this movie like i'm not having glimpses i'm having flashbacks watching this movie okay i went a little more you know safe on my number one okay i mean it's kind of surprised you didn't have it in your top 10 at all okay sandlot Sandlot. Number one movie. I mean, I put Bad News Bears. So I mean, yeah. yeah the the Sandlot was. Iconic. I wouldn't say revolutionary, but I'd say it was generational. Like it was something that you don't see. You're killing me, Smalls. Seriously, how many times have we said that? Yeah, right. In these in these episodes, <laughs> I'm sure we said it a couple times. I mean, it's. That's, talk about quotable movies. That's. I feel kind of dumb not putting it on my list now because like I can like we were just talking about like reminiscing about watching that movie. Like I picture the scene of them at the pool. All the time, like I could see some of my friends doing that, yeah. or like when they all took Chaw and fucking went on that ride, like that's like so, <laughs> like that. There's so, there's certain thing about it, like it brings back nostalgia watching oh, this them. Is the shit talking so, to the other team and stuff. Dude, was, I don't was... think I can remove any of the ones on my list though to put that on there. That's the thing. Like when we were kings was the only one that I was like kind of like the only one I considered moving around because white men can't jump. Rocky was one that I probably should have thought about too. But honorable I mean, mention was Rocky. I have a lot of honorable mentions as we as we go through. So as you can see, I have. 22 movies that I was in between on so like 
a lot of them like I had Major League on there, Dodgeball, Rudy, the Karate Kid, Creed, um, Caddyshack, um, Love and Basketball, which could have made my list at any point in time. Um, Field of Dreams was on that list of 22, like I told you. A League of Their Own. That I thought about really, that one too. A League of Their Hanks, Own was so really that was good. That was a really good movie. I just really, really like um, Tom Hanks. Yeah. So like that would have just made my list. He's going to be Mr. Rogers. Baby. Million Dollar Baby could have made my list. Uh, yeah. Ali, like we were talking about, Muhammad Ali-based movies. But I said if we're going to put When We Were Kings versus that one, I'm definitely choosing that. And then Rocky, of course, could have made my list. But I, To be honest with you, I did not even think about Happy Gilmore or Talladega Nights. <laughs> you know, we I, did, I had a different I mindset. Didn't of, I didn't even think of Sandlot. Like, so I I mean, yeah, I had a we're different mindset about dude, that. Talladega Nights was so good, though. It was a great movie. Again, I just consider those more comedies than anything else. I mean, there's sports involved, but I look at those movies more from the laughter than Happy the actual Happy Gilmore sport. was like more realistic than, than well, Talladega no, Nights wasn't. was. Who's doing that swing hitting 450 no, yard par fours turn- in the one? Tournament style is more realistic. You get what I'm saying? Shit. They gave you like some realistic scenarios. Does the Talladega with- Knights gave you no, except for the dra- the drafting. Drafting is a real thing. So like, that's the only thing that really like stuck out. Danny was funny when they were running to the finish line. Dude, that is funny as fuck. <laughs> now you can go home. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. That was, a right. good, that was a good list, man. Yeah, I had fun. I Me think, and uh, you were on some different wavelengths. and not, We weren't really mad were. about any of our choices, except you are kind of upset about the wrestler one, but... Dude, that movie is so like for me when I've talked like like I said, well because you know I'm so like, I was I'm a bouncer. A fan, I'll, I'll put it so. this way: I was a bouncer in a strip club. The guy that I was working with was an ex-professional wrestler. I don't remember his first name, or I would have told you by now. Um, and he was a bouncer as well. So like his shift would be over, I'd come in. He told me stories. My dad actually originally told me these stories, and then this guy. I was like, I asked him, so is this fucking true? He'd be like, hell yeah, it's fucking true. <laughs> like, you just tell me some shit, you know what I'm saying? Well, Ric Flair was... But Ric Flair's from that God. era that reads off for this Mickey Rourke. Well, these, film, guys, you know were, these guys were... If you want to listen to a good podcast, Jim Cornette is someone that has great old school breakdowns of like wrestling and stuff too and how the guys were. He, asks, he answers questions about those guys and stuff. Like it's... He, he kind of paints the picture and like, yeah, guys, like, they, were, they were fucking celebrities back then. Even, Nowadays, wrestling isn't like that. So if you've asked people presently, yeah, they would tell you, yeah, it's more of a well, commitment well, to your body and, yeah. and being there for the kids. Back then, back it was then, just like... It was pure weights like, and drinking, dude. It no, was like, not even just that. They were like yeah, taking yeah. opiates and shit like that because yeah. they were like, I'm about to go dive into a real table of nails tonight. Like, we're doing this. <laughs> like, NWO? Like, we're talking... Like, real fucking light bulbs to the back, dude. Like, we're... Barbed wire, they brought it in and they're lighting it up far. And there's a rattlesnake in there, so watch out. Like, that was that type of shit. Like, they did whatever they could to make their brand like more imageable and like that was the thing it was it's the same thing with like in the movie like he that's all he is he has nothing else he went from top tier all the way down to working in and a grocery store and it's funny because mickey rourke uh along with dying in the movie his career died shortly after that so <laughs> but it, it's a night like a 98 on rotten tomatoes again is like huge so that's a that's a mm-hmm. huge Congratulations to Mickey Rourke on one of the, I mean, listen, if, you're, if your career's going to die, making one of the greatest movies of all time, that's fine with me. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to uh, wrap up this episode. Again, I want to appreciate everyone listening to announced episode 22 of the AK Swish podcast. 22 uh, man boobs. Remember that? Yeah. So we're going to. Big and, uh, uh, what was it? Robin Big. 22 man boobs. Remember he got riblets on his fucking van? That shit was R. crazy. R.I.P. Big Black. Uh, Dude, one so, of my heroes. Uh, so yeah. Um, tell us what you guys think. We're going to post our lists. On both the uh, the Facebook and the Twitter. Uh, so, oh yeah, uh, did you guys see that we are uh, top fans now on SportsCenter, NBA on ESPN, and NFL on ESPN? Cool. 
Yeah. How about that? So uh, yeah, make sure you so guys know that we share all that content. Yeah, follow us. You'll you'll see a bunch of stuff, and you'll see our list. Give us your list of uh, top ten, uh, either favorite or best sports movies of all time. Did you think our lists were good? Any sort of advice? Andrew always talks about catching fades. I'm sure if you challenge the wrestler number one, he'll drop an elbow on you. So uh, just uh, be careful with that. But other than that, yeah, it's, it's, it was a good time. We enjoyed it. We love these ranking episodes. We hope you do too. And uh, until then, we'll catch you next time on the next AK Swish podcast. Andrew. Deuces. Bye-bye. The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised.